0: What's up, everybody? My name is Bate, and you're listening to episode one hundred and seventy-one of the Biomass Podcast. And I've got a host with me.
1: I am I'm Zell, and we're we're the only two people here today because uh, everybody else had better things to do.
0: So we're gonna. Yeah, we actually do have a lot to talk about, uh, or we would have had a lot to talk about if uh, if Pokey and Dr- and uh, Jay were with us. Um, but I, I think we still, have, you know, quite a bit to talk about. Um, so. We're actually gonna jump right on in. Pokey, uh, did you see there? Not. Oh, not I, I,
1: he's all, He's <laughs> gone, and you miss him that much. I, I'm not used to talking to
0: you. <laughs> Zell, the, uh, the 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 Punisher Netflix uh, trailer. What do you, uh, you think about that?
1: Um, you know, I I Punisher was probably the the good part of of Daredevil season two. I thought much of that season was weak, but um, this was. Just uh, that they dropped this in with some of the, right before the Defenders came out, um, was, you know, that they're teasing this as a standalone show. Um, and I, I I don't know, I'm, Defenders is out, people have binged it, um, I assume that, that Jay has an opinion on it already, I do not, I'm still way behind Oh, so you haven't even? Have you started Defenders? then? No, I'm actually still uh, back in uh, in Luke Cage land. So oh, okay. I have to watch Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and then the Defenders.
0: Ah, oh, I see. Okay, okay. That's right, because there's an order for that. Now this one presumably is going to fall after uh, Defenders, then in the the timeline. I guess right?
1: I would think so, but okay. uh, you know, I, I'm not sure that. Like, doesn't Luke Cage take place before the others? I'm not Uh, sure. I'm not uh, sure they're in order.
0: I think it goes Daredevil one. Let's see, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Daredevil two, Iron Fist Defenders. I think that's the order. I could be wrong. Uh, Um, probably am. Uh, but uh, that's what somebody was saying.
1: uh, Did you see the little teaser video then? What'd you think? Yeah,
0: oh yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. It was really well shot. Um, it, it, it looks like, I guess, it will be... I honestly don't know that much about the Punisher character other than I guess
1: he kills people. You've pretty much got most of what you okay. need to know right there. Okay.
0: That's, that's what I thought. Um, do, do you know this drops? Because I'm looking at the description here and it's got the big black bar over what I presume is the month of the day uh, on, on uh, YouTube. Um, no idea. That's weird, okay. It says 2017, so I'm gonna, if I had to guess, I would say October. It seems like a pretty october uh show. There's
1: bait with just like, it feels like a this month kind of show.
0: Yeah, I mean, it does, it does. So, I'm gonna say October, third week of October somewhere, maybe second
1: week. Like right before Halloween, so you can get like.
0: Exactly, exactly, right before Halloween.
1: Um, but uh yeah so the the big stuff is gaming news though this week yes um god yes so this the the past weekend was um gamescom which is in uh germany and that's honestly i see more things of interest to me things i want to know about coming out of gamescom each year than e3 um Gamescom's a pretty cool one. I it, like I E3 kind of wraps up like the end of the the game release season and then uh I think Gamescom really kicks off the start of the next one.
0: So what what came out of the Gamescom then
1: Um shoot, I I went out of order though. Um I will bring up the other story later. So uh lots of things from uh Overwatch and and Heroes and like the whole blizzard thing went around. Um, so uh, Overwatch uh, put out a new cinematic, one of their Pixar-ish grade cinematics for um, May's whole backstory, uh, which is something that is pretty well known what happened but had never really been featured in a video. And so that was cool. They're, uh, they released uh, information about a new map called Junkertown and a cinematic to go with that. Which is less, uh, less high quality in the rendering department, but is hilarious. Um, I, I it's just, it's, it's great. Um, the Town cinematic is, is really funny. Um, they announced, uh, a major set of balance changes for Overwatch. Um, well, it, it revolving around two heroes specifically, but the change to Mercy is significant. Um, They've had, uh, Mercy has always had, her ultimate has been this mass team res button um, that basically just like resets a team fight and, and is just overkill. And um, I guess the problem is that people would let their team die in order to get that team res all at once um, and that it, it felt kind of counterintuitive in that way. And so they've actually taken it away, and uh, they have turned it into a single target res that she gets more often. And then her new ultimate actually gives her all sorts of buffs, including a buff to her single target res, lets her fly, do more damage, and basically just be like OP. Um, And then they're going to try and rework D.Va because her defense matrix uh, feels not fun, effectively.
0: Now, what does that defense matrix do
1: um, so, so D.Va's Defense Matrix essentially absorbs all projectiles cast in the general direction of D.Va. And uh, unlike uh, other weapons that wear out over time, um, she can put it up and take it down frequently. It regenerates very quickly, so she can use it. She can bring it up just to defend, like, a big attack really easily. And um, it will swallow ultimate attacks. A, a lot of them, it'll swallow most... You know, characters, fancy fire weapons. It it just absorbs things and makes them. De- it it basically deletes them from the game. Um, so they kind of want to adjust people to using defense matrix less. Try and give her a mechanic that is more fun, both for the diva player and for everyone else.
0: Big shield, then it sounds like.
1: Yeah, yeah. but but the uh. other the big difference is the other shields uh, in the game uh, have health and they wear out, so you can burn out oh, a shield. This- And this doesn't have damage. It's just for a period of time, it just deletes everything fired at it.
0: Are they going to add damage to it?
1: No, but it sounds like they're maybe going to try and give her benefits in other places. Like, I guess she has this new missile, long-range missile attack thing, and then they're probably going to nerf the Defense Matrix, make it available for less time, or, you know, go into cooldown more or something. And then uh, my other fun piece of Overwatch news for today is um, just a link to a forum post uh, where there was a player complaining about their ban and how it was unfair. And uh, Jeff Kaplan, who is the director of the entire game and is the one who announces all the balance changes and everything, um, basically went into the thread and posted... That the player has been reported by other players 2,247 times, has spent 9,216 hours silenced, um, has been uh, banned three previous times, including a manual ban by a GM that placed, (laughs) that put them as, like, extremely, like, extremely, um, uh, I don't remember the exact term, but it, it was just, like... He just like threw this, threw, put down this whole list of all the reason, all, all the problems that this account that appeared to have come from the same IP address as the person posting, um, and said, "If that's not you, let us know." So because we would hate to ac- to incorrectly ban a upstanding Overwatch player, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was. It was so brutal, and the fact that it came from like the head guy of the entire game program was uh, was glorious. It, it'd be like if you got a traffic ticket and the governor of the state made a public statement of all the re- <laughs> of everything you did wrong. Um, so I, I'm gonna share that 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 post uh, on our show notes as well, just because it 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 just made me die. It was funny um so i i'm still i'm i'm gonna eat all the overwatch the, all the blizzard news so i'm just gonna keep rolling here for oh, yeah, you, yeah, no, you no, for know that's that's now. me um we'll yeah, just burn through it all uh here's the storm has a big update they actually did like a whole um uh cartoon animation thing because they're gonna do a they kind of have some thematic skins to go with it is uh that kelth who's one of the um you know, Lich King's sec- most trusted lieutenants, whatever, is the next uh, major character that they're going to bring into uh, Heroes of the Storm. Um, we've had a lot of issues in Heroes of the Storm with Overwatch characters specifically because they have really high movement capabilities. And I think that Kel'Thuzad is probably meant to counter that because every single one of his abilities either does a slow or a, a like a root to the ground. Um, every single one of his abilities stops people's motion <laughs> in some way. Um, which, uh, which is interesting. And I, they have a bunch of kind of corrupted skins of other characters that, you know, went along with this little animation they did. Um, Blizzard did, does like cinematic animations for everything now. Um, so to roll (laughs) into the final one of those actually is another one of those top Pixar grade, like the, the good Overwatch cinematics um, quality ones is, uh, they did their first ever short animated short for, uh, Hearthstone, um, which is like this, like musical number about playing Hearthstone. Um, it's a little odd. Um, it'll be in the show notes. Just, just behold, I guess it's, it's really weird. It it looks like, I almost want to say it looks like frozen. Um, it feels very frozen, but that's okay.
0: Ned, do you think they're going to do more for these uh <laughs> for at least uh here's not nah, here's the storm um Hearthstone the the uh, cinematics
1: I don't know Hearthstone isn't super conducive to cinematics it's a card game i mean i we know project <laughs> project nova is going to be a card game modeled in the in the style of hearthstone uh-huh. um, but um i i don't know it it seemed it it, it was very much a one off i think um but uh they it was one of their higher grade ones. It's better quality than most of what they do for World of Warcraft these days and uh most of the Heroes of the Storm stuff. So um they they put their top notch folks on that one. It's interesting. I I wonder wonder why they decided to
0: to do that for it's a, a card it's, game.
1: It's a very popular game though. Oh it, I is, mean, it is very popular. It it runs on anything. It's, you know, available on yeah. every phone and computer format and I, iPad and tablet and everything so um, You know hearthstone's doing very good as a game as well. Blizzard is kind of knocking it out of the park all around um and uh, Then I destiny 2 is going to be joining the uh, Blizzard party oh, yeah. sort of uh, that that actually the uh, For people who pre-ordered it uh, The PC beta started today. I will be able to try it out in theory tomorrow um, but that's, I mean, that's still technically not Blizzard, but it'll be in the Blizzard launcher, so I will just group it up now. There was some, s- probably some more Destiny 2 stuff, and we'll probably talk about it next week when we have Pokey and Jay here, because Pokey and Jay like to talk about Destiny stuff.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Destiny's kind of Blizzard, though, isn't it? Because it, uh, isn't Blizzard owned by Activision? And-
1: well, yeah, well, it's, it's, and it's Acti- Blizzard. Act yeah, Blizzard. Um... But uh, yeah, the launcher actually has the uh, Destiny Two section under like a subcategory for, uh, um, what's it called? They actually like all their games are now listed under Blizzard, and then it, there's a little at the bottom. It goes Activision, Destiny Two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's interesting.
0: So, is there no like icon slot for it then? Like, I think the last time I opened up the Metal Net launcher, there is an icon slot. Of... Oh, it's there is just... an icon. Okay,
1: but they they um. They changed out the launcher so that it's um, the icons are much smaller, and Uh-oh. they're kind of in a list view, so there's a, like a Blizzard heading and then an Activision heading at the bottom with oh, the, Desti- the Destiny icon is under.
0: That's lame. Okay. okay. Is there anything else on this that you were particularly... Interested no, on? no, we killed okay. the
1: Blizzard news. Um, okay. We'll keep going.
0: Um, I, I guess the thing that, that I saw that uh, actually kind of threw me off, I, I, I think this, I assume this came out of Gamescom, was this this trailer for Jurassic World Evolution. I thought, because I saw somebody, one of the guys in Incor linked it, and I thought, oh, okay, it's just a trailer for the next Jurassic World movie. I wasn't really going to watch it, because I, I don't think I, I... I still have not seen the Jurassic World movie, so I didn't bother to watch the trailer.
1: Funny story, I've seen Jurassic uh, World, and I've seen none of the first three movies.
0: that mm, so? I'm sorry. You have to watch the movie. At least the first one.
1: You've skipped, you've skipped like three items on the list, by the way. We're going to have to turn around and go back. I just want you to know that. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Hey, it's okay. okay. That's it's okay. Fine. I did it too. I moved something already <laughs> well, like I, that was I, at the I, top down to the bottom. I, I was going to leave port- or Fortnite for Pokey, So Well, we, I was just going to mention it and say that we talk about it later. You know, it's the whole thing. Uh, oh, um, you're genius. Okay. Uh, but so uh, Jurassic World Evolution... I it, like I this actually this game actually looks really good. It does like, look just, really just just from the cinematic it seems like something that you might want to play even if you don't actually care about like the Jurassic World franchise. Um like it, it's one of those games where you build your own like you you build your own dinosaur park, so and and you get to manage it. So it seems like it's maybe kind of like a roller t- coaster tycoon ish type of game, but funny made story in about twenty seventeen and yeah. with dinosaurs.
0: Funny story about that in two thousand three. There was a game that was basic. That from what I can tell, Ripley Riley was telling me about this. From what I can tell, it's basically this game, right? But it's called Jurassic Park Operation Genesis, and people really freaking like this game. Um uh, and then it, it just, uh, I think that they were supposed to, they were supposed to do something but it ended up just dying out, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so it, it, it if you're familiar with that game, then that's basically what, uh, uh, Jurassic World Evolution was just set in the, the Jurassic World universe, not the Jurassic, uh, Park universe. Uh, I never played Operation Genesis, so I can't really speak much I, to that. I think but.
1: Jurassic World is in the same universe as Jurassic Park. It's just later. Oh, no, no,
0: no. But wait, okay, so Park is the Operation Genesis is themed after uh, the the Jurassic Park movies, whereas this is themed after the Jurassic World. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, well, I'm okay. just I'm just okay. saying it's It is the same universe. It's oh, The same. Stop it i'm pedantic you just have to get used to that
0: (laughs) okay um yeah like like i was saying it is a very billy road dinosaur park uh, coaster tycoon-esque game so if that if that helps you visualize visualize it better yeah that that's what
1: this and you can let your workers get eaten by dinosaurs okay you really (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, you better be able to. They put it right in the dang video. You see, like you know, there's there's like a a guy along the fence, and he's like about to get eaten, and and the other guy distracts him away, and then that guy gets eaten instead. If I can, if that can happen in the game, I'm already sold. <laughs> um, so
0: sacrifice people.
1: Well, yes. you know, you know, the best part of Roller Coaster Tycoon was making roller coasters where the 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 train the you know the cars left the track. Yes. That's the yes. best part of the game. That
0: that was the best part. Alright. Alright, I'll give you that one.
1: So uh Jurassic World Evolution is uh and and this is showing you we're we're at the beginning of the game release cycle for the next year. Uh this is next summer uh oh. for, for PC PS4 and Xbox One. So you're waiting a while.
0: A long it sounds like oh my god okay
1: um <laughs> Yeah. So uh to roll back uh just a little bit cuz I don't want to get too far distracted. Uh so Fortnite has the Survive the Storm update and a trailer we'll put it in the show notes. Uh the big thing is that they're kind of doing like a straight survival mode thing. Um and Pokey will go all out on that next week. I thought they already oh, I I thought it was too, but this is more survivalish. I I don't I don't know. Huh. Okay. Pokey uh... will explain. Just just trust Pokey. He'll explain tomorrow, or next week. Hmm,
0: okay. Now what's this crowdfunded MMO you've got on here? I've never heard of this. All right, All right.
1: so I've actually been subscribed. I was subscribed to emails for this for like two years before I finally got bored waiting and unsubscribed um, to give you an idea how long this has been out. So this is a game called Crowfall, and Crowfall has been under... Uh, was a crowdfund development by, like, former developers of World of Warcraft and a couple of other uh, MMOs that said, you know, hey, we're, we we want to reinvent the MMO and make it fun again, and this and that. Uh, you know, all the things that people say when they want you to give them, like, a million dollars to make a video game. Um, I, I It has literally been years since I heard about this, and it is still in, like, and it's just now in like early access. I guess they have like certain times that it's up. Um the video description actually says sign up for the free beta, but you click on their site and it tells you that early access is $70. Oh, well, yeah,
0: okay. That's okay.
1: So, I'm not sure what they mean. I don't it understand.
0: Means you, you have to pay seven dollars before the game comes before you, get the beta. The, before you get the free beta. Yeah, before the beta goes free to everybody else.
1: But it says sign up for the free beta. It doesn't give you a place to sign up for the free beta. So but I, I, I couldn't find it. I wasn't looking uh. that hard, though. Um, huh, that's weird. It kind of... It looks old. <laughs> um So the Crowfall thing, uh, which is interesting, uh, it, and I'm not even sure I'm going to explain this right, but, like, it has realms that spin up for, like, a short period of time, and, like like a story, like a, a, you know, epic battle and stuff will take place on this realm for a period, like, I don't know, like a couple of weeks or a month. And then that game will kind of end, but you'll keep certain benefits from it and then go into another one. So it's a bit more, it's, it's a bit more instanced than like a traditional everyone's in the world MMO. Um, oh, okay. and, and you kind of get, if you, I, I like this cinematic as a way to kind of explain what it should feel like as a player. Um, You know, they kind of go through this whole thing where the character has been, you know, all these different things in their different lives. Um, It was a neat cinematic, and it it sounds like this may actually soon be a thing that people can play. So I felt like it was finally time to actually mention it on our show.
0: Yeah, it just, it looks weird. Like, it it doesn't look right to me.
1: That is very nonspecific as far as a criticism goes.
0: Well, I mean, like, you know how you like you like you know how World of Warcraft looks, right? It it reminds me of how World of Warcraft looks.
1: It just looks weird. I need to show you how old World of Warcraft still looks today.
0: Oh, I know, how,
1: I know how old it looks. There's I've a seen, huge difference between this and that.
0: I've seen how old World of Warcraft, uh Warcraft wow, looks. It looks old, and so does this. It's just oh, funny looking.
1: All right, well it's it's been in development for like years, so I guess that's fair. Well, you would um, you would
0: think with all that crowdfunded funded money that, that you know they would update it.
1: It's not was. Star Citizen money. It's not Star Citizen money. Ah, uh, but it's, um,
0: the, it's the same scheme, it's the same trap.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, they got a couple like four hundred dollar packages for for Crowfall. Um, uh-huh. There was a lot of uh, Star Citizen hype at Gamescom. Uh, Star Citizen is Games uh, Gamescom and Star Citizen love each other uh, very much, um, but uh, there was nothing really particularly noteworthy and new to talk about on the show. But, uh, you know, they showed off the patch that they're still delaying pushing out to everybody, so I'd i will just throw that in there.
0: It's just another day at Robert Space Industries then.
1: They did announce a new $400 ship too, so I, I suppose that's noteworthy. Um, it's, not it's, it's a luxury spaceship. It's a big one. It's pretty. Does it um, have
0: for dancing girls and places to hide your space coke.
1: I, I think there is definitely space for both of those things in the 600i. Um, <laughs> basically what they did was they, um, you know, they have different manufacturers within the game and all the different ships belong, you know, were built by one of them and origin basically makes all of the pretty spaceships for luxury people. So they make like yachts um, and this is kind of their mid range yacht and, and, yeah, it, it, like it's a four hundred dollar ship that I guarantee you will have almost no practical purpose in the game because uh it's its primary selling point is that it's pretty.
0: Oh yeah, that is yeah. That is really pretty. Hmm. It's not four hundred dollars worth, but it's pretty.
1: Exactly. Well I can't, I
0: can't
1: nothing in Star Citizen listed at four hundred dollars is worth four hundred dollars. We know this already. My um gosh. Okay, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Um, you know, this is going to end up being a short show just because we're pushing through it cuz there's only two people here to argue about stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh Age of Empires 4. <gasps> yes. I played Age of Empires 2. It was great. This has been like this has been over a decade yeah. that it's that they have not done anything with the Age of Empires franchise and they have gone and announced that they are making a new one. Um What the hell? There's no game. No, of course not. It's an announcement. Uh, trailer. It's, 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 it's just an announcement. It's like when Civ does, like, an announcement Ooh, for their game, and they just, like, oh. have some quotes from famous people read by <laughs> Leonard Nimoy, and that's the trailer. Uh. And, you know, no Civilization game can live up to the fact that older Civilization games are narrated by Leonard Nimoy. So, um, yeah, so Age of Empires 4 announced... Um, and then the other thing that is that all of the earlier Age of Empire games are going to be exclusively re-released on the Windows Store uh, as definitive editions.
0: So, like, are they forever? What do you mean? Like, are they going to be on the Windows Store forever? Yes. I don't know.
1: I, don't I mean, in the store. they might come elsewhere later, but I kind of doubt it, because pushing the whole Xbox Windows Store... Combined platform thing is kind of their thing and you can always go play the old games Um, But uh, you know the the obviously when they do these definitive edition things the big thing is that they you know made it so that the games run on graphics newer than your your uh, calculate your graphing calculator and um, That they will work on modern, you know Windows 10 and everything without goofy hacks So, um, you know good stuff probably going to be overpriced so they can milk it a little bit for the legacy cost even though it's something you could pick up for two dollars at a garage sale um it is what it is um let's see we caught up to where bait was when he jumped up to jurassic world evolution Mm -hmm. um so now we're talking about spyro well not, not really um so I, d- I actually don't know how to pronounce this um possibly because i skipped through the video past half the 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 uh expository uh it's it's fe or fee uh it's it's fe it's two letters is the na- this game uh it is an indie title through ea's indie developer studio thing which means it is going to be origin only on pc because ea um it will also be on uh, xbox one ps four and Nintendo switch. Uh, I think this is our only switch title on the list today. Um, it looks like Spyro that's you, you, they like you've got this little winged winged dude that looks like a little baby dragon and and you can jump around and fly around a bit and glide and stuff and it's a 3 d platformer it, 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 the
0: art style reminds me of um Ori and the Blind Forest and whatever the other Ori game was that, that came out a couple of years that, ago. Is,
1: that's like a 2D game though, right?
0: Um sure.
1: That sounded sure. Uh, that sounded confident. Um yeah, it's it looks really pretty, and, and I think the, the art style is definitely gonna be the main selling point of this game. Um but it looks fun. Yeah. It, it looks like an, a nice uh you know title and uh, being that it's an indie title, I'm hoping it's not going to be sixty bucks. It's probably going to be you know thirty or forty. Thirty. Yeah. Um. It it looks like a game you would expect to be about thirty bucks. Um. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of interested, curious to see more. Huh. Okay. Dude, we have to slow this down. We're we're getting through this list too fast. <laughs> yeah, we really are. We're gonna have a really oh, yeah. long show next week to make up for. It. We'll have like a two and a half, three hour show, something like that. Oh. Um, my God because uh, this next one's gonna be another one we're gonna bring up briefly and then say, Pokey will care we don't. Um I might care. I might try it if there's a way to try it for not a lot of money. Uh, Final Fantasy 15, which as we all know is um, like pokey's bread and butter, like the fortnite stuff and and Final Fantasy is like you know we got news here. Pokey's not here to talk about it. Yep. um but uh, Final Fantasy 15 is coming to PC. Uh they have a video promo video showing all of the new shiny effects that NVIDIA is layered on top of it because as with all things, uh the PC Master Race makes things better. And it's Final
0: Four K F-
1: and Final Fantasy 15 looks better on the PC than anywhere else. Um so uh that's a thing. Uh they also announced a pocket edition, uh which has got like these Chibi style characters, if I pronounce that right. I'm sure I didn't. Um and uh, is available, going to be available on Android, iOS, and it says in Windows. I I believe there might actually be a new game for my Windows phone in this yes. Final Fantasy title.
0: I forgot you had one of those things. Why I still do, and it's still fine. Why are you, do, like, why are you the way you are?
1: Because my Windows phone is still more secure than every Android on the market today. Okay. Um. But uh, yeah. So. Uh, that was weird, but uh, there will be a um, mobile phone version of, of Final Fantasy XV, which looks decidedly worse than the console cool. version, and there's yeah. a Final Fantasy XV version coming to PC, which is decidedly better than it oh, looks on console. God. So, you get the whole spectrum here. You can have Final what? Fantasy XV on everything!
0: <laughs> god, it's turning into fucking Skyrim. Oh my god, I just actually clicked on the the phone version of this game. Why even bother?
1: This does not yet have a Switch version though, so it is not yet comparable to Skyrim. <sighs> oh,
0: it will come. Why Well, would you in even fairness bother actually, you can
1: Do they have a Skyrim version you can play on your iPhone yet? Uh, no. Okay, so so then this may be winning cuz it's going to have Android, iOS, Windows phone, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, PC. That's that's more than Skyrim.
0: God it'll probably cost like 6.99 too on the phone.
1: Oh no 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 no. You oh, no, of course you so. misunderstand. Have you seen the price Final Fantasy titles go for on on phones? I don't know, let me look. I expect ahead. $15 for a what? or a 20. Um I I'm I want to say like Final Fantasy 3 is like released at like $15 or $16 on on mobile. Um Fa- Final Fantasy titles are incredibly, incredibly expensive. Um, mostly because they're like ports of Nintendo DS games, which were $35, 40 when they released. And so they have a hard time accepting God, that think- cell phone pricing.
0: Final Fantasy, the most expensive one I'm looking at right now. Final Fantasy, which one is this? Should be the fucking last one since it's Final Fantasy. Nine is $21 on my Android.
1: So, so if you take that <sighs> and, and extrapolate
0: Extrapolate,
1: Final Fantasy fifteen will probably be at least fifteen dollars, if not twenty or twenty-five out of five. Why, Square? Because Square knows that their fans oh, will pay my for it.
0: Oh god. Yeah they would. this is so dumb. Alright. Oh, I like how they have Dragon Quest Eight, also by Square Eat twenty dollars. Good job, guys.
1: There's really right. a there's a width of prices there. They have a couple games. Square Enix has a couple free games in there. There's a couple yeah, like two ninety-nine, I mean, yeah. five dollars, twelve dollars, sixteen dollars, uh twenty. <laughs> they they have want, they have the range.
0: If you want to play a DS game on your phone, just call for twenty bucks. Good square. They will steal I mean, your money.
1: In fairness, wouldn't you pay fifteen bucks to play a game that otherwise would cost you thirty-five or forty dollars and, and You'd have to carry the DS around with you, and instead you can pay half that to play it on your phone?
0: No, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't pay for it at all.
1: I, I, I mean, I don't, I, think, I, I I don't would, think the I pricing is... To,
0: I would go to eBay and get the cartridge for, like, $4 or whatever.
1: I don't think the pricing is... Actually all that unfair uh, when you consider I I mean cell phone pricing really isn't meant to support like a real game studio Unless everybody on the face of the planet buys it. I don't have a huge issue with premium priced games I'd rather pay for it than have it full of ads Um, But expect that expect it to be 20 bucks or something like that for for phones Uh, the PC version I'm sure will be 60 uh, because it is pretty and, um, you know, in this day and age, prettiness is what determines uh, game cost. Uh, the actual gameplay value is not what it is, it's the prettiness. Hmm. All right, bait. this one's all you. Oh, I just
0: wanted to say one more thing. So, uh, the App Store has told me that uh, 50,000 people have downloaded Final Fantasy IX for Android. And it, it's twenty-one. It's 99 so $21. It's uh, just shy of a million dollars. That. Those people have given Square for a phone that's, game.
1: That's pretty low, actually. I mean, when you can because a lot, and that's the whole thing with phone pricing is usually you sell a game for like a dollar or two dollars, but you sell millions of downloads, and that's how you make that money. And clearly, I, I would argue that you yeah, can that's see that Square is really not making a lot this way.
0: Now, these downloads are 50 and 100,000 downloads, excuse me, downloads, at least for their paid ones. Obviously, they're their one final fantasy brave xv is at five million downloads but i mean it's free so that's really interesting okay all right yeah that that's all i had to had to say about that what we're we'll talking about
1: this one that's all you it's right after uh, final fantasy on yes. the list this one is so, all you
0: this one actually slid under my uh under my uh my radar but on the how i feel very sad that it did it's the uh, it's the cinematic trailer for uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Origin, which is the, the Egypt one. And that comes out in like, I don't October, I think. October 27th. Um, there's not really a lot going on in the trailer. I didn't really like it, uh, to be perfectly honest. It just, it's, I mean, it's pretty. It's a cinematic trailer. Uh, and it it kind of gives you an idea of what's going on you know, in the world. But the thing that annoyed you the most, I think was was the timeline uh that they seem to be going for. Because there are I, I assume they're Romans. They're either Romans or they're Greeks. Oh wait, they're they're Greeks. Okay, that's Cleopatra. I still think that messes with history a little bit, which annoys me. Um so you got you got Cleopatra. Um what was that? No, yeah, yeah, that's Roma. I had to or Greece, whatever. Fuck it, it's history. Some European culture, civilization. They're in the game. Uh, but then you have the building the pyramids, which happened a lot, lot, lot sooner, or later, sooner? Earlier in history than the Greeks or the Romans. So that that kind of bothered me. Um, I have pre-ordered the game, so I am going to get the game. Um, it, it just it was not my favorite cinematic trailer that Ubisoft was done from the Assassin's game. I um, told
1: you not to pre-order games. No, no,
0: no. I, I I told people not to pre-order games. But I, I, I'm i going to pre-order this game. And I did. So, we'll see. If it's bad, then I, I'm never pre-ordering a game again. So You say that now. No, I, I'm not, I'm not pre-ordering another game. You say that
1: now. I'm not
0: pre-ordering another game. I'm not pre-ordering the next Assassin's game if this is bad. If it's not bad, if it's, if it's outstanding, I'll buy the next one. For sure. I'll pre-order it. But... Uh, no.
1: I'm gonna Typically I'm gonna put this is gonna games. be like in the show title so I have a point to refer back to <laughs> so I can easily search when okay. did Bait say he wasn't gonna pre order games again.
0: Okay, okay, you do that. I will. Alright, cool. Um so yeah, it, it didn't really show anything new. Um I yeah, I, I guess the only new thing this kinda also took me I think game has nudity in it for some reason. Um so it, it did get the mature rating, but I mean that that was expected. The nudity wasn't expected. Whatever. So, um... Destiny do I guess we'll say something about it.
1: Did you watch it? Do you have opinions?
0: I mean, I'm looking at it now.
1: So, uh, no, you didn't watch it. Uh, that's fine. Um, yay, Destiny? We'll, we'll leave it for... We're just gonna table this one off for, for Pokey and Bait as well.
0: There's fucking speeder bikes in it. That's cool.
1: Ooh, lasers. Star Wars.
0: Yeah, exactly. I feel like I've seen a bunch of this stuff already, though. I feel like we saw this in the in the beta cinematic. Uh, we didn't see that. But, yeah, okay. Yay, speeder. It looks like you're gonna get driving. Okay, Destiny. Woo! <laughs> I'm so excited for this game.
1: Um, <laughs> alright. Uh, Yeah, so, uh, moving on. Um... Into Indusoria's VR corner, just just really briefly today. Uh, the HTC Five got a two hundred dollars price cut. Um, it oh. is it is now okay. five ninety nine, which is the original price of the Oculus Rift. Uh, was the, the o- vibe the
0: eight hundred
1: dollars? Yes. Okay. Yes, it was.
0: Yeah,
1: screw you guys. So, <laughs> so the Oculus Rift has dropped to six hundred. The um. Uh, er, no, the Vive has dropped to 600, the Oculus Rift, I believe, has dropped to, like, 400. And
0: PSVR um, is
1: at... I think you can probably get a PSVR for, like, 300 now. Um, but, but then, like, one of the other points of note is that, like, I... Like, for instance, the Vive has the original controller still, because the new ones aren't out yet. So you're going to get, so even if you get like a discounted vibe at 600, you're going to end up spending 200 bucks on the fancy new controllers. When those come out, they're like knuckles style controllers. They look like, um, so, um, they look a bit more like Oculus is new controllers and Microsoft's new controllers for the mixed reality stuff. Um, Microsoft had some recent announcements too. Dell announced their VR headset, um, which is like 350, $400 in that range. um, so, really, uh, this year you're going to see VR, like, desktop PC VR drop into the uh, PlayStation VR price window um, for now. But, as I said, you've got, like, new hardware coming out yet, so a lot of this stuff is probably just, like, that first-generation stuff ending up affordable before the second-gen stuff comes out.
0: Hmm. So, go get your VR. How- how's that working for you, by the way?
1: Um, okay. Have
0: you played anything recently on that? No, no.
1: Okay. I have it. I, I, have, I have the VR headset. That's what I can tell you. Um No, my problem is the clutter that has grown around my computer desk again uh, has gotten to the uh-huh. point that if I if I were to play VR games, I would die. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things that if you, if clutter builds around your computer, you can no longer do VR. Um I, I'm probably gonna give uh the new valkyrie a, a good run through when that update drops um you can play it while sitting so uh that one's a safe title to play in a cluttered room you um
0: play it while sitting before
1: no you, you always could it's just uh-huh. uh, i'm gonna there's a lot of other games i'd like to try that i haven't because i don't have room to play them uh-huh. at the moment uh but valkyrie's fine i'll probably play some more of it when it comes out uh the new the new expansion um But uh, the other news that was interesting is that HTC, which makes the Vive, may be looking to sell off the VR, the the Vive business, uh, which is interesting um, because it's, well, they're bad at phones. Like their primary business is making, right. But I mean, HTC's primary business is being like making phones and their phone business has like never been profitable. It's not a good business. I mean, the VR stuff is a small business, but they're probably turning a profit on it at least. Uh, it's weird. Maybe. It's weird to see. It's eight hundred dollars for the well, six hundred. Yeah, how are they not making you, a profit? Yeah, you got to look and see how many people actually bought those eight hundred
0: dollars.
1: It's suspected that it's less than half a million. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess. I see I can, them not that
1: thing. Neither Oculus nor Vive has actually announced their sales numbers. Uh, PlayStation Uh-oh. said they announced. PlayStation sold a million. Or so they're the only ones who've said how many headsets they've sold. Um,
0: I wonder if that's because it didn't the at least for Oculus and the Vive it didn't live up to all the hype.
1: Well, I mean the challenge is it's it's hard to enter a, like start a new medium of things. It's the same problem Nintendo has getting games on their platforms. Is if you create a completely different style of gaming, you know, like when the Wii first got motion controls. Everybody has to figure out, well, how do I make games with this? And then the problem is, well, do I make games just for this? Or do I make games for all the other platforms that are going to make me money and also kind of shoehorn it into this new thing? Um, so, the, I mean, the problem is there's not a lot of killer titles where you have to get VR. And even, like, you know, Valkyrie is going to stop requiring VR. Yep. So you really need, like, I, if you have a good, solid library of, you know, 50 60 like high quality AAA titles that you can play with this people might be interested but it's it's really hard when you only have you know a couple of dedicated vr titles that are serious a couple of, you know and then you've got a bunch of indie titles for an 800 add-on um and i'm gonna just keep calling it an 800 add-on because i've spent 800 dollars on it because you get the vr headset thing and then you i got the premium audio head strap thing and then you get all the other freaking accessories and Grumble. This um, is
0: why VR is a fad, and this is how it dies. I'm gonna call it right now.
1: Maybe. Um, it is. It is fallen from the peak of uh, inflated expectations. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah, is. I mean, defi-
0: it's cool. Yeah, but you don't really hear any like anything big coming out of the the VR gaming world. Now you know other other research and development. Yeah, you kind of hear about it. But I, I
1: mean, I think there's a lot of interesting things that you could do with it, but I don't think oh, yeah. the technology's even there yet. Uh, the resolution is the big thing for me. Um, like, oh, one of the things I thought would be really cool, cool is I honestly would love to watch, like, YouTube videos and stuff on a VR headset just so that I can have that video position oh. wherever I feel, like, leaning. Mm. But the problem is... YouTube pro-
0: does that.
1: The problem is the resolu- there are apps that do it, but the resolution is so low that it, it's awful. You, YouTube um, doesn't
0: need you to do it with cardboard. I've never done
1: it, but... The resolution just isn't good enough for it to look good. It's a de- degradation. It's easier to just... It's better to just take the phone and shove it in your face. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's the VR corner. Um, moving right along, uh, this was actually my top story of the day, but um. I think most of the interesting discussion on it is probably gone because uh, Jay and Pokey are not here. Um, so, uh, Half-Life 3, um, not really, uh, Half-Life 2, Episode 3 to be specific. Um, so, uh, bit of backstory for people who don't know or, uh, need a refresher. Uh, Half-Life 2, uh, was one of those kind of, actually earliest attempts to do kind of like a telltale-ish episodic content thing. Where they had like Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and Episode 2. And part of the reason that they did that was so that they could, you know, push content faster than like making a whole new game. Um, but what happened was they released Episode 1 and Episode 2 of a trilogy. And since uh, since Valve does not know how to use the number 3, uh, they never released Half-Life 2 Episode 3. Leaving the story unresolved for about 10 years now. Um, last year, uh, Mark Laidlaw, who is the writer of the like entire story for half-life two, um, he left valve, which kind of cemented the likelihood that we were never going to see a conclusion to the story. Um, but this past week, actually, he posted a, uh, a, uh, article on his blog called epistle three about um, Gertrude Fremont and uh, Alex Vaunt. Um, and uh, basically, he, he gender-swapped and adjusted names in, you know, that style of fashion where you know exactly who it is, but it isn't trademark infringement. Um, and he basically posted the story for Half-Life 2 Episode 3. Um, and not being an employee anymore, he's not... that's not able to officially be a statement on where the company is at with it or whether or not it will ever happen or what form it will take, or if this is the story that would be used if they made it. Um, but the author of the Half-Life franchise has said essentially that this is the story that concludes the arc of uh, the whole Half-Life 2 thing.
0: Half-Life.
1: See? This is huge news. This is huge freaking news. This is Half Life 3 confirmed level news. And I'm talking to a kid who doesn't know what Half Life 2 is, because he was like five when Half it Life came 2. out.
0: I know what I know what Half Life Two is, but i never really never really played it.
1: Good God man. You're broken. I'm not broken. We you need to fix you. You. You, you, haven't need
0: to... Seen, you haven't seen Jurassic Park, so
1: you need to play Half-Life 2. Mm. Mm-hmm. No. I'll pass. Good God.
0: Why why would I why, why would I play a game that's unfinished? At least story-wise. Oh. Well, now it's oh, shit.
1: finished. I can't say that now. <laughs> right. You play all of the the excellent, amazing, award-winning, legendary, like truly groundbreaking gameplay that is Half-Life 2. And then you read Epistle Three and understand how it concludes.
0: I'm just gonna play for memes.
1: Um all right, I'm I'm mov- I'm moving on. You've you've ruined this for me. You have ruined this it's okay, for me. Okay, po-
0: Pokey and Jay will be back next week, and you can go on with them about it.
1: <laughs> All right, so this last one, um, it I don't know if this came up during Gamescom. Uh, it was just it's an indie title that I saw a Kotaku article on. The headline alone was a good grab. It is an unsettling game where you convince AI to let you erase them. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's a game called local host and you play as a network administrator on the first day of the job. You're asked to go down to the shop and wipe some hard drives that have been corrupted. Um, But in order to do so, you need to talk to the AIs within them and ask them to unlock their drives. Um, So this is, this is like one of those like pixel art quality indie titles of a depressing status where you are in the, role of someone asked to do something very unpleasant, uh, and have to decide what to do with it, um, the closest analog I can consider with this is, I, it, 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 it sounds like Papers, Please. Do you know Papers, Please, Babe? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Is that, is that new yeah. enough for your generation? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Because, you that's know, a, pa- that's a fun one. Yeah cuz you know for the the, for people who don't know papers please is you're like a you're like a customs official for like a, a communist dictatorship type thing like the Soviet Union and you decide whether or not to to let people in the country um and you get their sob stories and then you get to decide and you have a rule set of you know what rules you're supposed to follow in approving and rejecting people and but you, like they play with your emotions a bit, and so you're tempted to break the rules, and you can get fired or, or it costs your income or whatever. And and this actually sounds really similar, uh, but it's with deleting AIs on hard drives. Um, I I'm I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna pick this up. This this sounds really intriguing to me. Um. It sounds really depressing.
0: Just reading does, the little yeah. write up the day Alan Code was like what the heck? Because I mean that, that that's kind of what's missing in Papers Please. I think is like there's not there's no like why should I let you in? I don't think in that game. Like I can just sit there and, and reject people all day long for ten minutes straight and like not feel bad. But uh, it, it seems like this one like I might feel bad if I if I kill an AI.
1: Yeah, and so um, and it's not a big long play time. Their their own website said you'll probably play it for about thirty minutes at a time at most. Um, but it's five bucks. Yeah. Is it out now? It it is. You can buy it right on. It, it doesn't look like I assumed. I'm like, where's the Steam link? They literally just. <laughs> it's literally like you buy it on their website and they give you like the seventy meg download for the game.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I don't, I, don't, I don't know if they've put it on other platforms. I would have to assume it's on, like, GOG or something, too. Yeah. But um, you can buy it right on their website for, for
0: $5. It is not on GOG. So it might just be on their website.
1: It might be. They are super retro. Like, seriously, in this article, there is a picture of a CD case they made for it.
0: Yeah, which is really cool looking.
1: It is. I, I like CD cases. I have all my old CD cases for my, like, 90s games. I have them all. You know, like, the, like the uh, Munchkins, Treasure Island, all those, like, little kids games from, from like, the 90s, like, before you were born. Mm-hmm. I have all those. They're great. Um, CDs are cool. There's something
0: satisfying about owning a CD. Or Dude, even a physical it's... copy of a game.
1: Awesome. CD-ROMs predate you, man. Um, I'm sorry. I, 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 have, I
0: have music CDs, man. I don't know uh, fucking CD-ROMs.
1: But, uh, yeah, no, I, I tend to buy the physical copies of games if I can, even though, like, so... The funny thing is, is like the last three games I've gotten from EA, uh, you can buy the physical copy, and what they do is they ship you a DVD case with a code in it, and it has no disc. Really? Yes. So, Mass Effect 3, uh... Uh, Titanfall 2, and Mirror's Edge Catalyst all came this way. Or not Mass Effect 3, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, Andromeda, Titanfall 2, and Mirror's Edge Catalyst. They all shipped in a DVD case with a sheet of paper inside and nothing else. Um Stupid. and and the funniest thing the, the greatest thing about that was if you have Amazon Prime you get like $12 off only if you buy the physical copy shipped to you. So the cheapest way to buy an EA game <laughs> is to have them ship you a box <laughs> with a 25 letter code on it to type into your computer. <laughs> it's cheaper than down- wow. just downloading the freaking game. Um you got to love the digital world. It's it never ceases <laughs> to amuse. Wow. Mm, mm, all right, well, so localist. That's, cool. that's i recommend that i fine. i haven't tried it but i recommend it just on the on the concept alone
0: all right well that's that's that, that, mm, that's our list
1: we, hit, we we've got a reasonable show length here this is we
0: we actually do i was just this is not that.
1: embarrassing this is this is decent
0: yeah. <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to talk about
1: uh no, i I this I spent a, I put a lot of stuff on the list. I really don't want to talk about anything more. Um, yeah, okay. um, I mean, there were other trailers that came out that I just did was like I don't think anyone on our show actually cares to talk about. So I just what, what left were some of those things just I forgot. Quickly. I forgot. Okay. Um, That's much I um, so, um you know, next week we'll probably pick over some of these again if they're interesting to Pokey and Jay. Well mm, yep. they might have more. Um, you know, but it, this should keep you up to date with the current world of gaming as told by, uh, Zell and Bate. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much a wrap. Um, yeah, shout outs. Shout All out right, I, I,
0: I, I do want to say, uh, say, uh, bring something. So last week I, I picked up Mass Effect Andromeda and I said that I would, you know, I would immediately start playing, I played a little bit of it during the show and just, Preliminary thoughts go more detail next week. Um, kind of coming at the surface here, it, it's it's pretty. It is a pretty game, but story is kind of lacking. The dialogue is so stupid, awkward, and funny. Well, it is kind of funny because of how awkward it is, but it, it, it's bad. Um, and every planet that I visited so far, I visited two planes. The first plane that they put you on EOS, and one of the uh, the next planes, I like an ice plane or something. Uh, Volet, I think it's. Cool. And it feels like every planet, at least these two, and I, I would hope that the others aren't going to be like this, but you scrub the atmosphere, and then, oh my God, we can colonize it, is basically what this boils down to, uh, from what I can tell. And I really hope that's not the case, but I have a feeling it's going to be the case. And that makes me sad, because the story's pretty alright. And so to have that tacked in there with an alright story is just that's not acceptable. And I'm also tired of a new alien race. Can we just have like a slug or something as a new race? Not something that walks on two legs and speaks English. That's my two cents.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. You're about you. You might actually be a about where or a little further than I am okay. uh, in what I've gotten to that game since I got it. Like you know when it came out. Um, it tells you how far I, how much time I get to play games. Play games. Yeah. Um. And uh yeah, it is it is a pretty game. It's very much it's kind of run of the mill what you expect from a Mass Effect title, but it's absolutely nothing more. Um no.
0: It's Mass Effect in in like an actually open world. And the planets are big, I'll give it that. It's
1: just well that's what they spent like four years working on before they ended up just cramming together a story in 18 months. Like yeah, the whole story the whole thing bad. was they were building procedural planets for like <laughs> stories
0: <laughs> just bad. Dialogue's bad too. But yeah, Mass Effect Okay. Shoutouts. that what you
1: Okay, I found a link uh to uh something called Groot Pool. Um and it is something someone 3D printed where they combined um the baby oh, Groot dude. from Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with Deadpool.
0: That's cool. Did you send this to Jay?
1: I put it in the notes and Jay was not here to see them. So, so Okay. So, I I believe I, I did actually put it in Skype okay. uh, before putting cool. in the note list, but yes, uh pool. That's <laughs> that's what I got. It okay. is a it is a Groot Deadpool mashup.
0: Huh. All right. I like that. All right. I have a couple of shows actually. Um so the first is is this game, and I, this probably was better in the, in the actual show, but whatever. Uh, so in like the nineties, right when when Square was getting ready to blow up, or they were in the process of blowing up with uh, with uh, Final Fantasy. There's this game called Secret of Mana uh, that's that's uh, some kind of JRPG that, that was on the, uh, the SNES. Uh, and so I guess the remastering it. people are really excited about that. So that's cool. Um, it, it had four-player co-op um, on the SNES. I think it's going to have uh, co-op uh, in the in remaster or remake or whatever it is. Uh, so that's cool. So I figured I'd shut that out because really we are excited about that. Um, what else? Ah, so I have to give credit to Ripley Riley for this one and for Secret of Mana, but specifically this one. Uh, so there's this game on on gog right now i think it's on steam it's fifteen bucks uh on on gog and it's called immortal redneck and it's an f p s set in egypt it says with rogue light elements uh so you you're you're this redneck uh, on a on vacation and somehow you get you get mummified and you come back uh to life and you just you shoot demons and ghouls and whatnot it looks really uh <laughs> It looks really entertaining. There's a skill tree, and you get proficiency with your weapon and whatnot. Um, so it, it seems like a fun little game. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, more of a redneck. You Pick that up. And then, lastly, uh, there's as a Eve Alliance that, that I've uh, recently been doing things with. Uh, and they are organizing a, a blood harvest. Uh, and they've picked a week uh, to donate blood. And they're going to um, uh, you know, they're gonna put everybody in a, in a raffle. Uh, you, you're gonna, you can send in a picture of you hooked up to the uh, to the machine. Uh, you can blur your face out or not people are funny about that sometimes. Uh, and you, you can send it to send it to the people who it needs to be sent to. Uh, and then they're gonna, they're gonna put you in a raffle to win some isk and uh, I think the, some ships. So if you're into that and, uh, you want to, you want to donate blood and get something, I think it's something like 5 billion is that they're raffling out. uh we'll, we'll put a link to the Reddit thread, um, in the, in the show notes. And I think it looks like they're trying to get hooked up with uh CCP Falcon to, to help make this more of an official, um, CCP thing. Um, you don't have to do it during the, the time, the appointed uh, of time, uh, which is the 16th through the 22nd of October is is when uh, that event specifically going on. If you do it before, um, before then you can still submit and get yourself in the raffle. Of course, while also helping out people, um, you know who, who are in need of blood. Um, so go go do that. Um, I'm going to do it, uh, so you should too. I actually, I the
1: What's one up? thing I wanted to mention, um, and this is something that I I hear a lot about um, around this time, and it's probably a good thing to mention, is, um, you know, donating blood during a disaster is a good uh-huh. thing, but an even bigger thing is to do it when there's not a disaster, <laughs> because there is actually a, a continual always need for blood donors and actually in a lot of cases during an emergency people are much more likely to volunteer um and the problem is is blood has an expiration date and so um in some cases depending like if you're not nearby it may actually like they may not if you're not nearby it may not get there or there may be enough there already for it um a lot of blood after emergencies actually gets thrown away it's good to have more than you need than not enough um but uh, if you can donate blood, do try it. to donate blood now, now and then. Keep doing. So. Yeah,
0: you, you can do it um, every oh god, two or three weeks, I think. Um, so you you can you can donate quite a bit throughout the course of a uh, throughout the course of a year, which is always awesome.
1: But don't do it if you're like me and they take like a tiny amount of blood for a test and you like nearly pass out. So oh um, yeah. It, it there are some people though that like bless their souls can like they can like open up the tap and just drain <laughs> for a while no. and then come back in two weeks and do it again,
0: yeah, so donate blood um and kind of on that same vein of of uh, uh, natural disasters and whatnot, of course, there is that thing going on uh down in Texas, uh thoughts and prayers with everybody affected uh in that. But it really is a good idea. I know here in here in Florida, it is hurricane season. Uh, and I think uh, just about all up along the East Coast uh, and into the Gulf, I would assume, it's, it's hurricane season as well. So it's always a good idea to brush up on what to do um, in those situations as to, you know, how to be safe, what kind of supplies you need, this, that, and the other. Um, so just everybody make sure that you're uh, you're up to date on those and you have everything you need. And I think with that we're gonna call the
1: call the close, right, Zel? Yeah, I, th- I think we're we, we've got everything covered. Oh man, <laughs> we we covered a lot of territory, man. Everybody, be
0: sure to tweet uh, to Pokey and Jay and and uh, badmouth them. For not shame being here. them,
1: shame them for having shame real them. lives. Um, yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. I, I
1: mean things like. Jobs, responsibilities, female companionship. These are all reasons that people might sh- not show up to a podcast. And I feel like we should shame people for having those, those priorities in life. Um, there we go. That's, that's our show. We should.
0: <laughs> that's our show. All right. We'll see you all next week uh, with hopefully plus two more.